Welcome to the Sleep by Shay podcast. I'm Shay Morrison, sleep expert and co-founder of The Goodnight Co. Join me each week for hints and tips on all things sleep and follow me on Instagram at Shay Morrison. Welcome to the second episode of season 10. We are flowing into 2023 with devout yogini Carolyn Cook, the founder and owner of Brisbane-based yoga mat manufacturer Yogat. Today, we are talking with Kaz about the benefits of yoga for relaxation and sleep. After recovering from a health diagnosis and juggling a stressful corporate career, Kaz has found herself drawn to the mat, not only to help with physically, but emotionally too, and in turn, her sleep has improved. Kaz shares her journey with finding yoga and improving sleep, and we also touch on the best forms of yoga for those new to practicing, and what type of yoga is best for improving sleep. I would like to remind listeners that while we discuss a wide range of topics on the show, any advice I give is purely my own opinion. If you want to delve deeper and require further support in your sleep health journey, please speak to your preferred healthcare professional so they can tailor their service to your particular health and medical needs. I do hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get started. Welcome, Carolyn. Well, actually, I can call you Kaz. That's your short name. Great to have you on the show. We've just had a little pre-chat. There's a lot going on for you and we can jump into that. So you're <laughs> the owner of a beautiful brand called Yogat, absolutely divine yoga mats. would love to get into that a little bit later. But first of all, we'd like to know, how did you sleep last night? <laughs> Feel free to be honest. Yeah, I will. It, it's a really great question to start with. I'm actually going to answer it with terrible. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and, and we won't deep dive into that later. I have a love-hate relationship with sleep. When I focus on it and I do the right things beforehand, I know I'm going to sleep better. But let's blame school holidays yeah. uh, for my disastrous sleep last night. Yeah, and these things happen. And I think it's really nice when people are honest because this is the reality. We don't always get perfect sleep. And I think by sharing it and talking about it, as we have before the show, to look at, well, what could some of the things be that are preventing <laughs> that good sleep? And there's always, there's always answers. There is, and I think definitely drinking less coffee may yes, also yes, yes. <laughs> be a practice. Yes, reducing coffee one a day is ideal, preferably around 10 a.m. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you've had an interesting journey. You've come from a corporate background, some stress and burnout and um, different things have mm-hmm. led to you being diagnosed with fibromyalgia, yeah. and then that sort of has snowballed into you starting Yogat, and so we'd love to know the, the history and the journey around um, what happened there. Yeah. All right. Well, 2018, um, so wind back the clock, uh, working for the University of Wollongong and the Queensland Museum, you know, project management in the event space, um, so working on the World Science festival and a whole raft of other activities Uh, so if you're in the event space you know that it's time sensitive you know you cannot turn off and doing lots of travel eating absolutely terribly Mm. uh, probably drinking wine most evenings up at the computer not sleeping and then got a viral infection for those of you who don't know a lot about fibromyalgia it's often impacted by a couple of things Uh, it can be a viral infection it can be high stress and it can be a trauma 
It could be a car accident or trauma from, you know, when you were younger. And I think I hit two of those notes. So for me, it was high stress, type A personality, (laughs) (laughs) and then probably viral infection and became really unwell. First, it was kind of losing the sensation in my legs, feeling really heavy and fatigued. Uh, followed by some really terrible burning sensations in my fingers and and my feet, still which I get kind of today. That's probably the biggest symptom Mm -hmm. that I have to manage. I always dabbled in exercise, Shay, but, you know, it was really ad hoc. It was I'll go for a run or uh, I'll go for a light walk. I might, you know, start a gym membership but, you know, opt out very quickly. And I thought, you know, I really need to get my head around this diagnosis. And so I started yoga. I had done yoga once before, and I have to say I absolutely hate it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think yoga finds you when you need it most. And I started it not really for the physical, but for the mental, just to really understand and maybe connect with my body, I guess, and get my head around this diagnosis uh, and how I was going to manage it with work, you know, corporate career, um, two young children, like all of us, um, life. I guess because I've got an art background, so I used to paint and sell my artwork a very long time ago, and I guess project management background, I just, you know, sat there and was thinking, I think, you know, there's something in this. I think we could combine the two and somehow inspire people. And I guess women, women, you know, we kind of do the lion's share to just stop, smell the roses, take some time out for themselves, be it just lying on your mat and reading a book, (laughs) you know, meditation, going to yoga, going to the gym, whatever it may be. Mm. But the art was, I guess, the vehicle to inspire people Mm. to kind of stop and smell the roses. Beautiful. And, And if you haven't seen the yoga mats, they are these divine paintings. So you've collaborated with artists to create these beautiful, so it's not just a plain purple or blue yoga mat that you would normally see. They've just got these beautiful artist designs. They're beautiful, yeah. yeah. So we we generally run an EOI process every year. We kind of started off doing that and it's just built every year. I think the last EOI we did in 2022, we had over 100 applications. Wow. So I've got a number of creatives that I kind of work with, that I adore, and we kind of sit down and we vet them. And I do that now because if it was just me, I would always be selecting the artwork that resonates with me. And so having different creatives on board means that I get to kind of see artwork through their lens and appreciate their thoughts and feelings. And also I think too it's, you know, I work in silo with yoga. It is really, it's me. Um, I think people look at the brand and think it's many people when in fact it is just me. And I'm such a team person, you know, I really love collaborating and working with people and and so for me I guess it's a bit of a, a guilty pleasure I'm getting kind of the benefits of a team yeah it's beautiful which is really I guess this is a hard one because it's like asking you who your favorite child is but has there been a, a favorite oh, design that you've loved I love them all I really do I really love them all I mean it's really it is really yeah. hard because they are like yeah. children I mean I think the first one we did was really special mm. because it was the first yeah. of course 
We've just done a beautiful one with Camilla Sicoria. Uh, she's in Melbourne and it's called Sweetheart and it's absolutely stunning. Right. It's like a bouquet of flowers, but you can really see the artwork and the brush strokes on the mat, yeah. which is what I really love. Yeah. But then we've done some beautiful work with Georgina Forbes, a.k.a. Lordy Dordy. Yeah. Now, she's a, a Brisbane artist. And her work is really fun and bright and bold, uh, and I love that too. So, yeah, they're all beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a favourite. Mm-hmm. I love them all. <laughs> and actually, you should see the trunk of my car. <laughs> you know, quite a few mats in there. I can imagine. <laughs> it's can like imagine. a boot sale. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pull one out and sell it on site. Absolutely. Yep, I've been known to do that actually at our local gym. (laughs) (laughs) When you were diagnosed with your illness, Mm -hmm. that sort of led you to really go down this yoga path and start exploring yoga in more detail. Mm -hmm. When you were doing that, could you notice a difference? We talked about it before the show that you definitely notice that your symptoms flare up if you're not getting good sleep. With all the changes you had to make in your lifestyle Mm -hmm. choices, what differences did you notice by making those changes, particularly Mm -hmm. around sleep? I think there's, you know, in combination with yoga, you know, I was also really looking at my diet. So it was, you know, stripping out processed foods, you know, removing wine from my diet. Mm. Probably didn't drink for a good 12 months. Mm. And I also actually did one a month, I was getting kind of vitamin B4 injections, Mm. which was really helpful. But I think, I think it really was the yoga that was the pivotal piece for me Mm. and I think it was about slowing my mind down connecting with my body learning to breathe and then I could apply those with sleep and when I got COVID recently I actually kind of did the same thing I was really you know my head was really hot and felt like it was going to explode but my body was kind of going through the shivers and the aches Mm. I just lay down and I just kind of, you know, did the breathe in for four, hold, breathe out for four. And, you know, that's yoga. Mm. You know, it's breathing techniques. Mm. It's, you know, being connected to your mind, body and soul. And so they're the techniques that I still apply even when I can't sleep. I had a terrible sleep last night. And, again, you kind of go back to, you know, that methodology of your breathing techniques. So I think definitely yoga for me was that really pivotal point to sleep better. And, in fact, because it's been school holidays, I haven't been going as much, Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. There are so many forms of yoga. And for people that are, as you said before, I definitely think that yoga calls you at a time when maybe you need it often. But for somebody who was new to yoga, is there a particular form that you would recommend for people to start with? All right. So when I first began yoga, I started to do vinyasa and I started doing hot yoga. I find with my symptoms cold is really problematic so when I'm cold I tend to feel really sore and Mm. achy in all my joints especially my hands and my feet I know other fibro sufferers who is the absolute opposite that's the weird thing with fibro but for me going to a sauna doing hot yoga is really beneficial so I kind of went down the hot yoga route and this is not Bikram I think Bikram it's 
boiling, mm-hmm. but more vinyasa, which is like a dance. It's quite a nice flow. Yin is fantastic. It's more mm. of a, not, it's not a cold room. It's just, you know, a, a normal temperature. And it's just holding those poses for longer. Yeah. And it's really about building up strength. But then you've also got Hatha yoga as well. Again, slower, building up flexibility, which is really great for those people, I think, who often say to me, I couldn't do yoga, I'm not flexible, Mm. when actually you do not need to be flexible to start yoga. In fact, it's better if you can't. Because you notice a difference. Oh, absolutely. When I first started yoga, I was not flexible at all. Yeah. At all. Now, much more. There are still times, though, when I'm having a flare-up. It's sore and, you know, you just, you go with the flow. You don't push as hard. You probably fall back into child's pose if the pose is too challenging for you. That's the beauty of yoga. And it's the mind-body connection, I think, that is the key that is often forgotten about or not thought of. This is a whole-of-body practice that can give you the full benefits. Absolutely, and I think it puts you in good stead for any challenging problem that arises. You tend to just sit back, look at it from a different perspective, apply those breathing techniques. You know, I, in combination with Yogat, still hold a corporate job that can be challenging and stressful, and I still apply those techniques that I've learned in yoga. It's just hold back. Uh, It's actually okay to fail. Actually, it's a really good thing to fail because that's when you learn. So I think yoga is is definitely a a holistic practice. Mm, Beautiful. And and a sleep tip that we love um, to practice is encouraging light stretching. This doesn't have to be a Mm -hmm. laborious 20-minute thing. It can just actually be 30 seconds to a minute. And I know that that's something that you also love to do. So are there some stretches Mm -hmm. You know, my favourite, which is I'm probably stealing one of yours, is legs up the wall. I think that it has just oh, the most amazing yes. benefits. And and some Me people too. say, oh, but I couldn't, I can't do that. But, again, it's just practice, oh. um, you know, just yes. tucking your bottom in as close as you can to the wall and swinging your legs up. Oh, oh it's so good, isn't it? Yeah. Especially if you've been on your feet all day and your legs are really sore and tired, you know, just to sit back and, you know, put your legs up on the wall. I feel yeah. like it's almost childlike you know when you're young yeah I still sit on the floor I love sitting on the floor I went over to a a girlfriend's house over the weekend and she kind of said you know let's have a sit and I was like let's sit on the floor (laughs) Uh, but it is it's quite childlike and you know being playful the other one I love to do is just a child's pose yeah I think that's really nice I feel really settled Mm. when I do a child's pose and there's almost something protective about it Mm. um slows me down they're probably the two that I love, legs on wall and child's pose. Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't didn't really think about mm-hmm. child's pose, but it is, I guess, a, such a simple mm-hmm. one that, you know, you really can do in 30 seconds in, and just take four or five deep breaths in that posture yeah. and, and get so many benefits. So many benefits. Yeah. I often, too, in the lounge room, just have a block with me, a yoga block, and sometimes it's just lying on the floor, putting it under my back, my lower back, which is where I get quite sore as well. And just, you know, lie there. Chill mm. out, maybe, you know, do some science stretching. You know, you can do it while you're watching TV. It doesn't have to be a, th- you know, a thing. You can just do it. While you're doing something um, else, yeah. It becomes habitual. 
Mm. Lastly, one of the things that we like to talk about uh, is routine. You know, at the end of the day, having a routine, and again, it doesn't have to be a, a marathon exercise. It can be so simple and it can be doing things that, that are free as well. What are some of the things that you could recommend for your wind down routine? Oh, for me, when I'm being really good, <laughs> it is some gentle stretches, often in front of the television, you know, get the kids to bed, probably sneak in half an hour of television just to myself. And it's often just with a walk or it's putting my feet on the wall. Then it's probably a herbal tea, um, which is really nice. And slipping into bed, clean sheets, guilty pleasure, absolutely, yeah. on my own, and reading a book. And just trying to wind down, I think, trying to not look at the phone. Mm, Um, We talked about this earlier. We did. And I think for me, I probably need to remove Mm. it because sometimes I don't even realise that Mm. I've picked it up. Again, it's an it's amazing distraction. They have done just such an incredible job to create this addictive distraction. Addictive, yeah. Absolutely. And so, but, you know, we use it for our alarms. Yeah. So I, I recently, well, actually probably two years ago, Kmart sell a great little battery oh, operated yeah. alarm and it's got a dim screen so it doesn't have the blaring LED lights and yeah. we all have we have those alarms instead of using phones. I do. And you can take it with you if you travel as well. It's so small. Oh, I really need that because I think it's the last thing I probably look at before I yeah. go to bed and the first thing that I look at when I wake up. It's problematic. I really think it does affect my sleep. Well, I know it affects my sleep. Yeah. So when I'm being really good, I don't look at it and I read and try and kind of fall to sleep. But as I was saying to you before, I am an avid reader and when I'm on a good book, <laughs> I find it very difficult to um, to put it down. Yeah, which is the opposite <laughs> for me. I wish I could do that, but I fall straight. It just puts me to sleep within five minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I just, you know, can't stop turning the page. <laughs> But no, look, I would just say some gentle stretches, purple tea, and just removing that phone. Hmm. And and the suggestion that I also made for you earlier as well is to think about using a an old school book lamp. So reading a real book is just so key to this process. So you're so on the right track. But when we thinking about light and artificial light and how it disrupts our melatonin release, our hormones, mm-hmm. then using that Absolutely. old school little book lamp is a great thing to add into that routine piece as well. I'm going to do that. My two takeaways from today's the came <laughs> light uh, clock and the, and the book light. And I think my, my husband would be very, very grateful. Absolutely. He will be grateful. He's often got a, a pillow over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Not ideal. <laughs> so if people are wanting wanting to find out more about where they could purchase one of your beautiful yoga mats, oh. where can they find out more information? Okay, very easy. You can jump online. So yoga, that's Y-O-G-A-T dot com dot A-U or go to our Instagram uh, handle, which is just yogat underscore au. We do have a number of stockists around Australia, so we have them listed on our website as well, which you can find. Um, Beautiful. So if you wanted to go into a store, you know, I'm very tactile, so, you know, if you want to go into a store and kind of touch and, you know, get a feel for it, then that's a really great way as well. Otherwise, jump online. We also do have 15% off your first purchase when you join our newsletter. If you do want a bit of a, a gift code, jump on. Yeah. Probably details in. 
thank you so much um, for chatting today and doing the amazing things that you're doing, um, you know, balancing a corporate job, being a mum, being a wife and having this beautiful business. It is oh. tricky and I think there's some beautiful lessons in when we are overloaded and what are some of the, the positive things that can come through. That's certainly been obviously the story mm. for you and it's been wonderful to chat. So and I hope that you can continue your, your wonderful journey and get some good sleep. Um, thank you, Shay. I really appreciate it. I think, you know, just on that note, I do feel that getting fibromyalgia, whilst difficult, has been a silver lining for me. It's been a, you know, a long journey to kind of thriving with this disease. But, um, you know, I think it's really taught me some valuable lessons to kind of stop smell the roses um you know prevention is better than cure and so i really hope that anyone who purchases one of our beautiful yoga or pilates mats just inspires them to take the time for themselves so um yeah thank you it's just so beautiful to be on your show this morning oh thanks kaz enjoy the rest of your day you too thank you for listening to the sleep by shay podcast if you're interested in learning more about our guests or any of the topics we've spoken about today, head on over to the show notes for all the details and sleep advice you need. If you like what you're hearing or are sleeping better, we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and listen along with the Sleep by Shay podcast to wake up looking and feeling your very best every day.